Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham. You are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. As always, I am your host, Tia Fabi, and today we have a really exciting guest. Now, before I continue, she is, yes, the daughter of the esteemed actor Josh Brolin, but as amazing as he is, this interview is not with him. It is with his amazing daughter, Eden Brolin. Eden, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Yeah, sorry to disappoint all the Josh Brolin fans. Oh, no, no, no. It is not a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I yeah. want to say to the listeners. We have you, and that is amazing. Thank you again. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, so since we are on the topic of your dad, let's get the uh, uh, requirement out of the way. So, yes, your dad is Josh Brolin. And my question is, did you always, from having him as your dad, become an actor yourself? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was really uh, um I, I just don't, it just wasn't really in my realm of like thought um, until I was about um, 14 or 15. I started doing like school plays and all that stuff. And it just kind of seemed more um, uh, just of an interest to me generally, not like obvious in any way, but it just seemed like something that I wanted to start pursuing. Um, but it definitely wasn't something that, uh I think I was just more fascinated by it than, like, attracted to it. It just was really, like, weird always. Um, 
but yeah, so no. <laughs> I mean, school plays are definitely a great way to start and kind of push yourself in that direction of finding it. And with that, now we see that you are an actress, you have been in uh, several projects, and I know that you're here to speak about. I want to mm-hmm. start by saying I saw the trailer, and I was thoroughly terrified, but in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> I would love if you can kind of tell me about the movie and tell me about your character. I mean, it's uh, what's funny about promoting this movie is that we did it like four years ago. And um, so at this point, and I saw the fi- the first and only time I saw a final product of it was maybe a year and a half ago at a screening. Um, and so <laughs> in this time, I'm trying to um, really remember exactly what it is because it's been a while since I've seen it and read it. And uh, so I probably should have done a little bit more preparation on that, but it, in short, it is a uh, story about three um, kind of young adults in a small town that sort of get preyed on by this group, this family of um, coven, if you will, of witches that kind of come into town and, and take advantage of these uh, these kind of stupid young adults that have nothing better to do but um, be... Uh, be kind of down and out but um but it's a really at the same time it is she she's a really interesting character she's very um she's very decisive very strong but it's it's always sad to see a strong character get bogged down by um by by villains in a movie in any movie you know um but it's uh it's an interesting story and it's nice too because the setting of it where we shot in upstate new york was very like it's it's more, it's like a character in the film where just, it adds this like creepiness and, um, and just strangeness to this story that's already really bizarre, uh, that, that it just adds something really nice to it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a, a little, that's a little bit about that. I mean, I will say being from New York myself, everyone kind of thinks that New York is just New York City, but there's some really terrifying places upstate New York. So, where are you from? Uh, Westchester, New York, kind of okay. a little outside of the city. But yeah. um, I have family who lives in upstate New York, and let me tell you, I would not want to be there with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's a, it's an interesting place, but there was this like magical and like really beautiful quality to it. And we were shooting it right at the end of summer and we were there like when, you know, you could see the, the day that the leaves changed, you know, you, you went to sleep one night and it was beautiful, like lush green and then woke up the next morning and it was all just red and orange and yellow. It was beautiful up there. It's gorgeous, but it definitely does have a, it has a character to it. <laughs> yeah, which is great. I mean, I loved watching the trailer, um, the feel of the movie, and it obviously is horror in the horror genre, but also has this great kind of story with it. Um, and I really like that with the characters. And I, as I was reading, 
the description for Bloodbound, there was this um, comparison that it's kind of a little like Rosemary's Baby. And mm-hmm. did you watch that movie at all to kind of get inspiration and uh, get a little bit in the mindset for your character? Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Rosemary's Baby anyway. Like, I love, love horror movies. Um, and uh, But Rosemary's Baby was, it's just such a different story from Rosemary's Babies. Oh, my God. I just said Rosemary's Babies. Um, <laughs> you know, her multiple devil, devil children. But I think it's just such a story on its own that you can't, you can draw, like, small comparisons and, like, very vague and general comparisons. But, um, but it, but it, it's, it's such a different story from that that I, I think to said I, you know, to said I, I pulled inspiration from it would be false. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's Rosemary's baby, you know. You can't duplicate that. Yeah, that was a pretty um, creepy movie that I remember watching in one of my college classes. I was like, what am yeah. I watching now? <laughs> it's so great. I love when she and- goes and gets her... I mean, this is not one of the creepier or better known parts in it, but I love when she goes and gets her pixie cut and she, she says it's, oh no, I'm going to just ruin this. Cause I've forgotten the, I've for, oh, it's Vidal Sassoon. And he like looks at her short hair and she goes, it's Vidal Sassoon. And I like see Vidal Sassoon on the street. And I just, I mean, I see like the storefront and I always just want to be like, it's Vidal Sassoon. Anyway, that's 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 the biggest memory for me from the amazing Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that in the way that the industry is kind of rolling with all the rebooting on the on the chopping block of reboots and remakes, and I think probably because they wouldn't be able to do a duplication justice. I know that's a big. That would be a big one. That would be a big endeavor. But at the same time, there's so many movies that you're like, how are they going to remake that? And then they do it somehow. And sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it's amazing. But I'm sure it will. I'm sure it's uh, you know coming up soon in the future. I have no doubt. One day, especially with how we just really love horror movies and as you said you love horror movies and I was always wondering what are kind of the challenges of filming a horror movie getting in that mindset there's blood there's gore there's thrill and terror I mean how do you kind of portray that how do you get into the mindset for that right (laughs) I was just watching Hereditary a couple months ago and was like, oh how on earth did they do that? Just to be able to watch actors act um, good horror, you know, well in horror movies is, like, amazing to me. Because I, I don't think I do a very good job in horror movies. I'm not going to lie. Not to say that this is not a good movie, because I think it is. But I think my, like, fearful performances need work Um, because it is I mean it's like it's exhausting to be scared you like uh, because you're so like clenched in your body that like you get home from like a 
12 to 15 hour day of being like scared and you're just exhausted. It's really bizarre, but also I get, I can get very giggly sometimes. And that was a little bit tough that we were doing these really serious and scary scenes that I just, I just would, I, I just lose it. And it was very hard to get back to being scared and sad and serious. Um, so that's a little bit of an issue, but otherwise I just think it's, it's fun. It's really fun, but it, it also is really hard. It's really tiring and you don't know how it's going to like look and turn out, um, (laughs) as I've seen. Um, but yeah, I am always impressed when, when actors can, um, can, you know, pull off a really good horror performance. Yeah, I just, I wonder at myself sitting there how that even comes to light. And I'm just always impressed whenever you have these amazing range of emotions when it comes to these dramas and horror movies. It's just, And as you said, it, it does look fun, though, as well. But I can imagine after working these very, very long days that you almost don't want anyone to talk to you afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, you just want it to all be really, like, light banter, you know. Just go watch a comedy, have a bath, enjoy some light banter with your friends, and, like, that's it. Yeah. So you would say that if there was um, a blooper reel for Bloodbound, we'd during a serious scene. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Or just, like, deeply embarrassed by my own work or performance (laughs) yeah it's going to be one or the other for sure well you were also on the the tv show beyond and so that was two seasons and i know unfortunately it was canceled but if you were to continue that series you know where did you kind of see it going Oh, my gosh. I don't know. There were, like, so many different storylines that um, even by the end of the second season, like, when we finished filming it and we hadn't found out yet if we were, if it was going to keep going or not. But I just was like, how are they going to, how are they going (laughs) to keep doing this? They just were, there was a lot to resolve, I feel like. It was a long list of, like, things to resolve. So, um so I'm sure, you know, I feel like when you're addicted to a show, though, too, like when you're watching a show anyway, at the end of a season, when they leave it on the cliffhangers or whatever, you're always like, how are they going to come back from this? And then they always find a way. So I believe that there would have been a way. But as far as, like, specifics to how that story would have kept progressing, I just feel like it would have just gotten more and more confusing. But <laughs> It, but in a, in an exciting way, you know, where, like, I'm sure there would have been many more, you know, interesting and cool characters that came in and um, we'd find out more about, like, you know, the world that the main character was in. Anyway, so I'm, I'm sure they could have done a million things with it, but... Um, but I kind of like it being left on all the cliffhangers that 
you know, people were left with at the end of season two and, like, never knowing how it's resolved. <laughs> like, I'm watching Bird Box. I'm watching Bird Box right now. Or I started to watch Bird Box a couple days ago, and I stopped in the middle. And, like, I still, they haven't done a whole lot of exposition yet about what exactly is going on. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to stay here. I don't think I'm going to watch the rest of the movie. I think I like this place where, like, things are not resolved. And it's just, like, you're le- you're left with this, like, mysterious, you know, God knows what's going to happen next feeling. <laughs> it's kind of fun to feel, you know. Bird Box is one of those movies that, as I'm seeing it, I personally haven't watched it just yet, but I know some spoilers. Some people either really like the movie or some people really kind of dislike the movie. So it's one or the other where you have to have your own opinion on it. But Well, it doesn't have to be one or the other if you, you know, if you just, um, if you just stop in the middle, you know, you like can't really have an opinion on it if you just right. stop in the middle. So that's, that's, that's the way I chose to go. <laughs> I did yeah. that recently with First Man for some reason. I stopped in oh, the okay. middle. Um, there was just a really intense scene that I kind of felt that I needed a reprieve from. I turned it off right. and I said, okay, I'll, I'll go back to that. But for right now, yeah. I, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, just keep it, keep it where it is. It's a good thing to do. Yeah, sometimes you just need to walk away and have that, like, moment, go drink some coffee and revisited another day (laughs) yeah and so with bloodbound right kind of steering it back i know that you said and i didn't know this but you said that you had done it about four years ago so it has been four years what um upcoming projects do you have that you're working on that may come out soon um i after i finished beyond last year I did um a couple of indies on the east coast that were really great to work on one that was called back fork and one with kingfish um those were both really interesting projects to do one about the opioid epidemic in um west virginia and then are kind of on that topic it's it's not about that but it's it's kind of got that as a surrounding theme um, and then Kingfish being about um, some kids that go and, like, look for this treasure on an island. It's, I mean, not kids. They're young adults. But it's a fun – it was a fun project to work on. And Molly Ringwald was in that among uh, some other really great cast. Um, and then I got to do a movie called Arkansas this year, Arkansas, um, that Clark Duke wrote and directed. Um, and uh, – I think that's going to be a really fun and interesting project that hopefully people will get to see in the next couple of years. And then, yeah, a couple of feature on the docket and then I'm going to New Jersey to do a play and it should be fun. What play are you doing? Uh, well, the Shakespeare teacher that I had in, um, in acting school when I went to New York, who's an awesome guy. Um, he created his own Shakespeare company called Shakespeare at, and uh, and he's doing um, Hamlet this upcoming year. So that, that'll be a fun and interesting endeavor for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's very exciting. Kind of go a little bit more into that since I am in New York. Where is that in New Jersey? In Jersey City. Oh, very cool. I may have to shoot down there to go see it. (laughs) You may just have to. Yes, (laughs) that's true. I think the more the merrier on that. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of really exciting projects coming up, which I'm sure that everyone is really going to want to go see and experience and appreciate. And, of course, I do want to ask, because your dad has kind of become this almost staple in Marvel movies, would you yourself Mm -hmm. ever want to be in a Marvel movie? And if so, who do you see? I don't. I think I would want to just leave that to that generation of my family. Like, just say, that's the Marvel generation, and I am not. Um, So, you know, if it was offered to me today, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's probably a good idea for me to do a Marvel movie right now. But if I had my druthers, I'd say no thank you. Um... I appreciate it, but no, uh, we'll leave that up to the big man, you know. Um, And by the big man, I mean my dad. It sounded like I was talking about God in some strange sense, but, yeah, we'll just leave the Marvel movies to my pop. Suddenly God disappears in a superhero movie. Exactly. Yeah, there's also, like, I feel like when you go and work on a movie like that, the magic kind of goes away. And I really, like, I love the Marvel movies. I love the Avengers movies. Um, and I and I like keeping the magic there for those. <laughs> so, yeah. I absolutely can see where you're, you're saying with that, just as a fan, as a viewer, going and walking, you're appreciating it as, the final project as the final product as it is yeah exactly there's you got to keep some fun in it somehow you know I'm sure it would be awesome to do but I like just being a viewer for now absolutely I can completely appreciate that and Bloodbound I I remember comes out January 15th yes and I think it's going to, I hope that people really enjoy it. They should, they should, if you're a horror fan, especially, you should just give it a chance because it's a really interesting and kind of psychologically weird movie. It's like, it's like being in a, somebody's bizarre fever dream, um, <laughs> you know, in, a, in upstate New York. It's, it's a fun movie for sure. So I'd, I'd recommend it, no doubt. So for anyone who's listening, Bloodbound comes out January 15th um, on video on demand. Please, if you are a horror fan, watch it. It looks really great from the trailers. I have to say, completely impressed. And Eden, thank you so much for even taking the time out of your busy day to sit down and speak with me. I really appreciated it. Of course. Thank you so much, Tia. (laughs) and thank you Eden and for anyone who's listening I'm Tia this is Geek Vibes Nation I hope all of you have a fantastic day 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.